Hey, Birdland, how are we today? It is the 2nd of February, 2024, and I am coming to you from Towson University. Anyways, yesterday, February 1st, what happened? We'll talk about it a little bit, and I'll talk about it a little bit, but I'll cover it in my next episode. But what happened is Corbin Burns is now a Baltimore Oriole. I know, that sounds crazy. You're like, what the heck, Justin? Are you sure you checked that right? Like, so when I got the notification, I was actually laying in my bed, got the ESPN notification. I saw it, and it said Corbin Burns to the Baltimore Orioles. I was like, bro, what? Like, this is fake news. Like, what the heck? Click on the link. I scream, holy shit. That's going to be bleeped out. But with that, um, I have a guest on this episode, and I'm going to talk about hopefully newer visions for this podcast coming up soon in the future at the end of the show. So enjoy the podcast. Do I know you? You look so familiar. Um, not that I'm aware of. Not that you're aware of. You might look like someone I must know. I don't know. You just look familiar. Who? Who is it? I don't. I don't know. You just look familiar. You have like a familiar face. Were you at um Hizakamuno camp? Yeah. Yeah, I was CIP there. Yeah. That's why. Okay, that's why. I remember one day um my kids were like like all trying to attack you and your um. Years. That's why. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's that's how wow, I, I I was like, I know you somehow. Also, I like your page so far. Your page is kind of cool. Your Instagram. My Instagram. Oh, yeah, thanks. Instagram. Yeah, I don't. I don't really know entirely what I'm doing with it. I'm just um doing kind of yeah. whatever is going on. Once like once like baseball season comes up, it's like okay, like now you know post 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 post. And like yeah. off season, off season, I'm just like, okay, like I don't want to post a lot, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I know what you mean. Season take a break. In like mid November, I put a poll. No, no, it wasn't November. I started my page in November, like mm-hmm. maybe mid to early December. I put a poll on my uh, Insta page, like, do you guys want me to talk about Raven stuff? Also, like yeah. almost everyone said yes. Yeah, and okay. I have um, my notes here and a few on Holy this page. But. Before I start, let's go to the trivia of the week. Um, well, actually, before I do the trivia of the week, I want to introduce you to my guest, Eli, also known as Orioles Fanatic on Instagram. Are you also a Phillies fan by chance? Uh, not really. I just not the really. name wasn't taken, and also I really have nothing against the Phillies. Oh, so I was I was just curious because like I saw the PH and I was like, okay. <laughs> um, no, the PH is what's is what makes it notorious for the fanatic, yeah. for the Philly fanatics. So I thought. It might work. Uh, let's yeah. see. Okay, so actually, let's go to the trivia. So the trivia of the week uh, is: In what year did the Orioles win first win a hundred games in a season? A nineteen sixty nine, B nineteen seventy, C nineteen sixty six, and D two thousand four. Um. Also, the announcements for the Hall of Fame happened on January twenty third, twenty twenty four. Um. But here are your four Hall of Famers for this year. 
Your Hall of Famers include Todd Houghton from the Rockies, Adrian Bautry from Texas. I think he was on Seattle. I know he was on a few teams. Uh, Joe Mauer from the Twins and Jim Leland. Um, is there anyone you want to talk about specifically from this Hall of Fame class? Um, well, I feel like, well, just from who was um, voted in or like just the whole ballot? We can do a whole ballot, who was voted in, whatever you want to do. Um, I guess we can do a whole ballot. Um, okay. I feel like I would have voted for all three of these guys. They all, congrats to all of them. They all really deserve to make it in. Great mm -hmm. careers. But I feel like five others should have made it in. And those were um, Bartolo Colon, Jimmy Rollins, Gary Sheffield, Billy Wagner, and uh, Mark Burley. It really sucks that Gary Sheffield got robbed again. Um, is that, he's not coming back next year. His, last, his 10th year this was this year. Dang. I do think Joe Mauer deserved it, though. Um, yeah. I'm really, really glad he made it. Todd Houghton, it's, it's okay. I mean, I'm not a Todd Houghton fan. Adrian Beltrake deserved it. Yeah. Um, hands down, Beltrake. Hands down. I mean, 95.1%. Like, yeah. And Beltrake got his 3000s hit against the Orioles. Um, actually, I didn't know that. That's crazy. Yeah, I don't. It was a double. I don't remember what year it was. I just remember it was against the Orioles. That's pretty cool. Also, for Tennessee Volunteer fans out there, um, Todd Houghton is the first Tennessee Vols baseball player in the Hall of Fame. So I thought that was a pretty cool fact. My cousin goes to Tennessee. So, I yeah, I, th I think that's pretty cool. Um, <laughs> Jim Leyland, do you know who that is? I have no clue who he is. Um, yeah, he was a manager for a few teams. I think that included, if I'm probably going to get this wrong, but the Tigers, uh, definitely. Mm -hmm. I think the Marlins, and there are, I think, two others. I can look it up real quick if you want. Uh, I just looked it up. Let's see. He's Detroit, you said. Yeah. Um, the Marlins, yeah. All right. Let's Back see. when they were in Florida. I th it, might be, it might be just those two. Really? Oh. All right. Pirates, or did he play? Did he play too? Not that I'm aware of. Pirates, Rockies, Tigers, and Marlins. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that's... four teams, and I don't know a lot about. I don't know a lot about his like how he did as a manager, but I don't. I don't either. He was good enough to make it to the hall. That's to be sure. honest, I didn't know who. I'll curse. I can. I can edit it out. But I don't know who the he was <laughs> until yesterday. So uh, he was elected. A few, I think a few months ago. But now mm. that the ballot, now that it's official, I think now it's like officially being said by the MLB. I think, and we'll talk about this with 2025, but I think uh, Suzuki is going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. I don't know why. I just have a feeling about it. All right. Yeah, I wrote four others that are going to be on in 2025, besides the ones I said um, this year mm -hmm. that are going to be next year. I also put Dustin Pedroia, who I feel like should make it. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, Ichiro. Oh, and then David Wright and T.C. Sabathia are probably going to be close for me. I think they're going to be close, but I mean, there's also so many other people that like, yeah, like, um, ballots, like but talking about the ballots, and I keep seeing things about this. It happens every year, but they're like, oh, like the Hall of Fame, Pete Rose should be in there. Uh, A-Rod should be in there. Um, yeah. Barry Bonds should be in there. I agree Barry Bonds should be in there. I get he was on steroids, but come on now. That's that's a great like his home run record is crazy like, yeah. and the talent he had that's Hall of Fame worthy. I don't care that you want steroids. Yeah, and along with just hitting the ball far, 
Mm-hmm. It's also difficult to just make contact with the ball. And yeah. he was able to make that good of contact 756 times. Right. Juice being juice is being juiced, but still. I think it's gonna be close. It depends on the player. Like mm-hmm. I don't think Barry Bonds should make it in just because of um how much he juiced and the fact that he was a notorious one that yeah. took steroids. Also, his like post MLB legal shenanigans. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You might know this. Did Mike Vick, like Michael Vick, did he make the Hall of Fame for the NFL? Um, I know that's random, but like, if Michael Vick yeah, did, yeah. I don't, I don't think he did, but I don't know a lot. Of, I don't know. I could probably name twenty NFL Hall of Famers no. if that. So, nope, he did not. Yeah, he also like what was that? Like, he got robbed. He got robbed out of the Hall of Fame personally. Um, I, I get the stuff he did was bad, but come on now. The talent he had. Yeah. I think Lamar is way better, but yeah, I think but personally, I think Lamar is already a Hall of Famer, but that might be a little. Well, I think, well once he wins MVP, that'll secure it. Yeah. Um, most of multiple MVPs is like, besides Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady, they're all Hall mm-hmm. of Famers. Right. That's and Aaron right. And Aaron and Tom are future, no doubt. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, let's see. Is there any other names that are on this list that point out to me? I mean, Adam Jones, but I don't think Adam Jones is going to make it um, next year. Curtis Grandison, he's good. He's not going to make it next year. Ian Kinsler, good. He's not going to make it next year. Oh, Felix Hernandez didn't put that in. Um, he could make it. The problem is he was horrible for like the last part of his career, I think. Yeah, like he was. He went to the Orioles in their minor leagues, and then he vanished. Right. Yeah. If you look up the ballot on like Google Images, you'll see like a Reddit post with the list. Um, another mm-hmm. name that's on there, even though he's not gonna make it in, but Mark Trumbo. Mark Trumbo. He's yeah. on there. I didn't know that. Yeah, like I feel old saying that Mark Trumbo, Adam Jones, and like Ichiro and Curtis Granderson are all on the Hall of Fame ballot. Uh, I mean, like, yeah, Ichiro, Sabathia, like, that's, I, I find that insane. Yeah, uh, definitely. But, um, let's see. Besides that, I did want to talk about, we can go back to Hall of Fames, but I did want to talk about CL, CNL Perez and him agreeing on a one-year deal with a club option in 2025, I think, to opt out. Or, well, not to opt out, but, like, club option 2025, see if he wants to continue or not. Um, Personally, I don't know, like, I hate these one-year deals. I'd rather a two-year deal with an opt-out, kind of what happened with uh, Reese Hoskins. But what do you think about this, before I say my opinion? I feel like a few years ago, he was, like, like, in 2022, he was really good. Yeah. In 2023, I'm pretty sure he was, like, like average. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like if if we get him back for, like, a few more years, I have a good feeling that he's going to be – He's gonna be really good for the, for us for um during that time. Yeah, yeah. That's just a prediction though. So because there's no way to tell mm-hmm. um, with someone like him where he's like up down up down. Yeah, I think it's really gonna be nice for the bullpen. Uh, it gives you another arm in the bullpen just to have, even if he doesn't throw a good game every now and then. It's just another arm to have, someone to throw pitches yeah. if you need someone to throw pitches. Um, yeah. And he is good. I mean, he's not bad. Um, he, he does have poor start, uh, not poor starts, but poor outings sometimes. But it yeah, happens to everyone. So, so like, it. 
Yeah, I have a, I feel like if if he comes back for 2025, then they're probably going to re-sign him again. Mm. That's just my take. But it also will depend on how he does in 2024. The we need starting pitching badly, so I kind of hope at this point Elias goes for a cease. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let's calm down there about seats, Justin. What are you talking about? So actually, uh, February 1st, this is crazy. Um, I did actually say holy shit when it happened. Um, the Orioles would acquire Corbin Burns, right-handed pitcher from the Brewers. Um, and the Brewers would acquire shortstop Joey Ortiz and left-handed pitcher D.L. Hall. So easy steal from that. Um, next podcast, I will break it down a little more, um, just time restraints for this podcast, but I am really, really excited about this. And I mean, oh, we also gave him the 34th pick in the draft, but I really think it's a good trade. And before we say, oh, it's a bad trade, Corbin Burns is on his last year of his contract. So this is a rental year. So we'd have to sign him after the 2024 season. Um, if we want him back. So at the end of the day, if we don't sign him, I think it's a good trade for Milwaukee because we may see Burns back in the Brewers jersey uh, in 2025. You never know what happens with the MLB. The MLB is crazy. But again, next week I will dive more into this um, and talk more about it. Also, the day before we got Corbin Burns, Angelos, bye-bye, woohoo, let's go. And uh, David Rubenstein is going to be our new owner. And Cal Ripken is actually buying into that again. Next podcast, I'll cover that a little more. Um, yeah. I literally, last podcast, I don't know if you listened to it, but me and Orioles Magic made a thing talking about like James Paxton and our packages for James Paxton. And of course, he goes to the Dodgers. Of course. Um, I had no problem with the Dodgers at the start of this year. Did you sign it? Now I hate them. They're signing everyone. I mean, yeah, there should be a salary cap. It is what it is. I think it's cool without the salary cap. Yeah. Also, for the first day, like Shohei Otani's ten years, seven hundred. Mm-hmm. It was cool. It was that was insane. That was popular. That was that was the that was that day. Yeah. But like the, with MLB, like two months later, just posting a random picture of Shohei Otani, it's like mm-hmm. they're not even trying to admit that they're not even trying to hide the fact that they're like. I don't like using the word glazing, but glazing. <laughs> Honestly, I don't know what you're talking about here. The definition of glazing, like the slang word of glazing, is when you overhype and overcompliment someone to the point where it's really annoying and cringeworthy. It's compared to being kissing ass or sucking up. But this is not glazing. If we're talking about glazing, we can go to the NFL with Chris Collinsworth and Patrick Mahomes. Now, did you see that Ravens game in the AFC Championship? That is what you call glazing. The refs, bro, every call. Y'all can say what you want. Every single call was on the Ravens. Maybe maybe one or two calls was on the Chiefs. But, dude, the taunting call, what the heck? Kelsey was literally picking fights the whole game. So I don't know what y'all are talking about, but glazing. The only person that glazes in the MLB is Ben Verlander. And... That's because he loves Otani, but Otani is really, really good, and he's not overhyped, bro. Otani is the next Babe Ruth, and I really don't know why I'm talking about glazing because there's no scenario in glazing in this situation. Um, now, if you all want to contact me, y'all have my email, y'all have my whatever on Instagram DMs. Y'all can slide into my aunt, 
DMs, talk about the Ravens all you want. I don't care. But this is not glazing. This is not a situation of glazing. Let's move on. So free agency, unless there's something else that we haven't talked about in Hall of Fame or anything. Uh, no, I think I think we've covered it. Okay, we covered. Okay. Um. So free agency, I really like this move by the Brewers with Reese Hoskins, two year deal. If you know the contract, I was looking for the contract before this. I could not find the contract for right. the sake of me. Um. If you know the contract, feel free to button tell me. But I know two years deal with an opt out after year one, which I kind of wanted to see with Perez, but. Wait, by contract, do you mean like how much he how much he's how making? Much, yeah, how much he's making. Um, it was two year thirty four. Oh, okay. So what is that a year? Seventeen. Um, Seventeen a year. Yeah. Yeah, I feel I feel bad for Phillies fans because I feel like he was like, like they loved him up in Philadelphia, and mm-hmm. he's just gone. And when I put, clicked on that on the comments under the MLB Instagram post about the the signing. Mm-hmm. There were a lot of Phillies fans saying, like, treat him, like, telling the Brewers to treat him well. Yeah. I mean, I think he'll do pretty good on the Brewers. I think he'll succeed. Um, Chapman to the Pirates. Chapman's just getting old at this point. I mean, you can call him reliable. It just depends on the moment he's in, how many people on the bases. Um, I know it was one year. You may have the other details. I just couldn't find them again. Um, and I know it was on MLB somewhere. I just couldn't find them. I think for a role, it was um, uh, one year, 10.5. Okay. That's, I mean, that's fair. I mean, he's going to have to get paid whatever, 10 million each, just because he has that not that resume, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I know what you mean. There's a page I follow that goes that goes into all the um, um, free agent, like the, how much they're making, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, it that's adds fun. that information. I'm, I'm, give me a minute. I'm trying to find it, but we can keep yeah. going. Uh, Joey Gallo to the Nationals. I think this is amazing for the Nationals. Gives them another hitter. Gives them another outfielder. Um, and the Nationals are a really young team, and they are on the rise. I mean, I know they didn't have the best year last year, but two, three years, I could see them making a push to the playoffs. Um, and I know that sounds insane, but they've got uh, what's his name as a pitcher? Um, yeah, him. They got someone else that's really good. I don't know his name off the top of my head, but Gray is one, and then they have someone else that knows good. Um, and I think the Nationals Weddle? are a really good young Joey team. Weddle? Who? Joey Weddle? I think so. It might be. I'm, lo- I'm going to look it up real quick. I can... Now I'm curious. Okay. Let me, let me look. Um, um, I know Josiah Gray was one of them. There's another one that Nationals um, rotation. Patrick, Patrick Corbin? Patrick Corbin's okay, I would think. All right, yeah, right now their rotation, um, Patrick Corbin, Josiah Gray, Mackenzie Gore, that might be who you're talking about. That's who it is, yeah. And then Trevor Williams, Jake Irvin, uh, Joan or Joanne Adon, and then mm-hmm. Jackson Rutledge. Rutledge. And they have C.J. Abrams. He's just amazing on defense, uh, shortstop. And then they have, uh, oh, what is his name, um, who they drafted? wasn't Paul Skeen. It was – who did they draft? They drafted someone good. Dylan Cruz. Dylan Cruz. Yep, Dylan Cruz. There you go, from LSU. Um, yeah. that amazing for them. Um, so I think the Nationals, two or three years, give them some time. I think they're on the rise. I mean, not there yet, but I think they're on the rise slowly. 
if they keep um, spending money, they're just going to keep getting better. Yeah. Uh, Josh hated Houston. We'll go back to the the one above that, but I want to talk about Josh hated Houston real quick. Houston's a really good team, though. Um, but they will not have Baker, Dusty Baker next year, so I'll be a little worried. I mean, Dusty Baker's a great coach, um, great manager, great skipper. Um, but I think Houston is going to make a push next year. Again, I have an amazing lineup. So Josh Hader's contract was $95 million, um, over five years, so that's $19 million a year, which is a lot of money for a player. Yeah, he's going to be really good for Houston. Um, Tyler Nevin to the Orioles. I'm telling you this right now. I think he will not be – well, he's not going to be on the starting roster for opening day. Um, I think he's not going to be with the Orioles by the time opening day comes around. Um, I think he's just a practice piece just to have. Um, but there's no, there's nothing that I can see them doing with him. Um, for the Orioles, but I honestly, I, I don't know why they got Tyler Nevin. I think it's a waste of money. Yeah, we should have spent that money on like someone else, like another nene. Like, um, there's this one guy, Blake Snell. I've heard he's pretty good. He's good, but. He wants a lot of money, and they're not going to pay him that money. Like these Angeles is a cheap. Yeah, but they're not going to. I mean, they're trying to sell the team to, um, what is his name? I, um, I know who you're talking about. David Rubenstein, I think his name is. Yeah, that, yeah that's him. Dave Rubenstein. Again, we aren't getting Blake Snow. Don't worry. We're not having him. Um, We already got Corbin Burns. And the A-word is officially banned from Boom Boom Birdland Podcast now. And y'all like, what's the A word, bro? What is the A word? It's not what you think it is. The A word is Angelos. You cannot say that word if you come on here. That is a forbidden name, and you cannot say that word. That is the one rule about coming on this podcast. You cannot say his name. His name brought us despair, sadness, depression, you know. So his name is banned from this podcast. You cannot talk about him. You can talk about Rubenstein, our savior, but you cannot talk about him. Um... I met his cousin actually on a cruise, which was pretty cool. Um, okay. Yeah, I just want to cut in and say, yeah, I met Dave Rubenstein's cousin on a cruise. Um, just in case y'all didn't get the uh, what is it called? The not reference, but like it seemed like it was a little um, weirdly worded when I was talking about it. So yeah, I did meet his cousin on the cruise, and we had a good conversation when we were watching the what was the game. What was the first? It was I think it was the Chiefs versus someone else. I don't even remember. It was a Christmas game, um, and it was the day game. Uh, let's move on. So, um, do you want to talk about Mancini? You want me to start? Um, first, I found the account. It's MLB Transactions Daily. No underscores, just one big thing. Um, they say like all the money, all the like, the things. By things, yeah. I mean like the. Opt outs or like incentives, stuff like that. Oh, except for this one, sorry. Um, but yeah, like for Chapman, it, yeah, it's like ten point five. Like just for example, so yeah, that's pretty cool. And Austin both got one million or one point two five million from the Mariners, mm-hmm. so he's gone. Yeah, but we don't need both. Um, yeah. oh, I was saying Trey Mancini to the Marlins, uh, minor league contract. Um, no big deal. It's a minor league contract. Um, I'm glad that he can play baseball. Uh, when he comes to Bowie, well, I don't know if it's the double A team he'll be in. I don't know what That's team he'll be in. We don't know if he's going to be on triple A, double A. He's not going to be in single A. 
Um, I'll tell you that. It's either going to be in double A or triple A. Um, so we'd have to figure out which one it is. But um, I think double A, maybe triple A. But when they come to Bowie or um, Norfolk or Aberdeen, I might try to see them if I can. I think that would be pretty cool. I'm going to do what I can. I'm going to do everything in my power to see him. I think I think that would be cool when he comes to Baltimore. That would be really cool to see him. Um, yeah. Blake Snell deal with the Yankees falls through. He wanted one more year, and the Yankees offered him five years, $150 million. That's a $30 million a year contract right there. Um, Blake Snell, again, an amazing pitcher. You could have just gave him six years. Um and it could have been. It could have had a deal. I don't. I don't know why they didn't. It is what it is. Blake Snell's not on the Yankees, so we love to see it. We love to see the Yankees struggling. Um, they have whatever in the rotation. They'll have Marcus Stroman, Carlos Rodon. They'll have Garrett Cole. That's a good yeah. top three right there. They'll yeah. have okay. So on the Yankees roster, we'll have Nestor Cortez, Marcus Stroman. Clark Schmidt, Yondres Gomez, who might not even be on the team uh, after spring training, Clayton Beater, who might not even be on the team, Lewis Gill, um, May, May, we signed Severino. I don't know if a team signed him. I don't think a team signed him. Um, but they could resign Severino. But so far, I would say they have a top four, which is Cortez, Stroman, Schmidt, and Cole. Um, I think they would need one more pitcher, honestly, in their starting rotation. Just solidify it. Uh, and that's what I think. Um, yeah. What else did you have in your notes that you wrote down? I'm kind of curious. Um, I have to reach for them. You know, I just have like, a few um, other free agents that like I have a guess for where they're going. Feel free to tell me. Here, I actually want to hear. All right. So um, I just kind of wrote down, like, I don't mean to tell you how many or – we don't have to talk about all of them, but it's just... Talk about which ones you want, I guess. Um, all right, so... Well, I want all of them, but... Um, <laughs> that's for sure, but... Um, look, the ones that are most likely for the Orioles are Jordan Montgomery, because we need a starter. Personally, yeah, Jordan Montgomery is good, but we did sign Corbin Burns. Um, and I think there's other starters. If we really wanted to get a starter, it would be Lorenzen. Um, I really don't think that Montgomery is a need. Um, I think he's in need probably right now for the Yankees or the Rangers. Those are my top two right now. Um, I know the Mariners lineup or rotation is very solid, but that's somewhere he could go to. And those are honestly my top three teams that right now I can think of where I think he could go. Um, what other uh, things do you have to talk about or other free agents? Um, and then two players that I feel like we could trade for. Um, number one, obviously, Dylan Cease. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's a given. Um, and then the other one, uh, kind of um, um, not as popular. Paul Blackburn. I feel like he's under the radar. He's not that great, but he's with how the Orioles have been doing so far. Like mm-hmm. they were able to make Ryan O'Hearn a great player. Adam Frazier had a phenomenal year. I feel like we could see Paul Blackburn um come to the Orioles and just like break out. That'd be pretty cool. Wait, can yeah. you remind me what team he was on? I don't know what team he was um, on. He's, he's currently on the athletics. It would be it has to be a trade. Okay. The two here, we have a history of trading um for athletics pitchers. We just got um Irvin. Uh no. Well yeah, but um what's his name? The um, Fujinami. Yeah. Uh, they they should resign Fujinami. 
Um, I think that would really be good for them. So again, now that they got Burns, I don't think we're gonna get Cease, and they were asking for a lot from Cease. But Paul Blackburn may still be on the table, and I know that sounds insane, but if you don't want to have Grace enough and you want to put him back in the minors, it's just bullshitting over here. But if you just want to put him in the minors and have Paul Blackburn, I would not be opposed to it. I do like our lineup as it is right now. But I think Paul Blackburn could be another asset that O's could possibly go after if they need someone or trade for him in the middle of the season. We did talk about Fujinami and how I hoped he would be an Oriole, but the Mets did sign him one year, $3.35 million. Um, and I think that's really good for the Mets as they're rebuilding. Um, as much as Fujinami started a little rough, I kind of I kind of liked how his pitch was, his stance, whatever. And I feel like he's going to just progress. So I thought that would have been a great bullpen arm for us. But again, we lost another bullpen arm. So I think what the O's should continue doing this offseason is going after more bullpen arms because you can never have enough bullpen arms. Yeah, and then also uh, like a few others, free agents that we don't really need to go to. We don't really need to go into them. I just thought like, Better be prepared. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. What are the free agents? I want to hear your opinions. All right. Um. Um. So Cody, I just wrote down like like the top free agents and uh, where I feel like they would most likely go. Oh. Um. So top one, Cody Bellinger. The um top places for him. Um. Toronto, he would fit perfectly in. And then San Fran, New York, and back to Chicago. Um, Matt Chapman to Arizona, Toronto, or back or the Cubs again. Um, Blake Snell, I feel like Minnesota would be a surprise on there, mm-hmm. and then San Diego, and then back to Tampa Bay. Jorge Soler, I feel like could be like either Miami, Cleveland, or Seattle. I could see Cleveland. I could see Cleveland. And... Yeah, I could see yeah, that. So, um, Justin Turner, he was on that list. Um, either Washington, Boston, the Mets. Or retirement because he's thirty nine. I could see him going back to the Dodgers too. Justin Turner did sign with the Blue Jays, uh, one year, thirteen million. So he's off. My very next person was JD Martinez, mm-hmm. who, um, again, Washington and Boston, but also Toronto. Mm-hmm. Um, Tim Anderson, um, back to the White Sox or Boston and Cleveland. Yeah, I tried writing three for all of them. Mm-hmm. Clayton Kershaw. Either the back to the Dodgers, the Angels, or Cincinnati. I feel like he would fit in well. Okay. Um, and two more, Hunjin Ryu. Um, yeah, I forgot he existed until I looked up the free agent trackers for CBS. Mm-hmm. Um, re-signing with Toronto or Cleveland, and then maybe Detroit because they've been signing um some starters. Mm-hmm. Got Kenta Maeda and um Flaherty. Uh, Flaherty. That thank you. Even though right now he's um a reliever. And then lastly, Ahmed Rosario is a free agent. And I feel like he w- he could re-sign back to Cleveland. Or he could go back down to Miami or Boston. Mm-hmm. I think uh, you said Clayton Kershaw to the Reds and the Angels. I don't think the Angels are going to be going for a big pitcher because they just got rid of Otani. Um, well, they just I, got Matt Moore. So. They, they got Matt Moore back, yeah. He's a reliever. Big now. deal. Um, I just don't. I just don't see him going after a big pitcher this year. Maybe next year. Um, I feel like Blake Snell would be a good fit for the Angels, but like it's it just would not be this year. Um, personally, I don't think they're willing to spend that money. Um, why did why did you say the Reds though for Kershaw? That's kind of interesting. 
Um, I just kind of I looked up a a list of like what every MLB team needs like mm-hmm. during this year's free agency, and on my list, um, I just copied it off the website. It mm-hmm. said the um, Reds need bench players and then starters or relievers. Mm-hmm. I feel like Clayton Kershaw. He, I feel like they have already gotten a few pitchers. I feel like Kershaw would fit in, fit right into their um to their pitching. I think with Kershaw, it's uh, it's the Dodgers. That's it. I think he's going to be a Dodger. Um, I don't see him in any other colors. I see him that Dodger blue, and that's it. Um, I can't see him going anywhere. That retirement. Um. That that might just be me. Uh, I I honestly, when you're this old, like as Kershaw, I feel like you want to play for a ring. You don't want to play for a team that's rebuilding, kind of, if that makes sense. Because yeah. if you have what two, three years left, you're like, okay, like I'm gonna make the most of these um, years, and especially these two, three years, like if he does good, could I? Th- I still think he's gonna be a Hall of Famer, but can cement him to the Hall of Fame. So I think that's why he might want to still stay with the Dodgers. Yeah, I mean, like, like I said, I I tried to get at least three for each team. I mean, mm-hmm. so I don't fully see him in Cincinnati. I just thought if I had to pick a third, mm-hmm. then that's like the would best fit. Okay, okay. I feel like it was either putting him with putting Cincy or New York or the Mets. Mm-hmm. And I just, I just couldn't imagine him as a Met, no matter how hard I tried. That would so. be interesting, but I don't I don't see the Dodgers making a trade. At that point, with the Mets, um, I don't know, and this is another interesting thing. Pete Alonso, I, I don't know if he signed with the Mets. I think he signed back with the Mets. I could be wrong. Um, I might have to edit this out because so I think he signed with the Mets. But if he didn't, I could see Alonso going somewhere else. Uh, no, I don't think. I think he's still on a contract. No, cause he was a free agent. So unless they gave him, I can I can search up right now. But unless they oh gave God. him another contract, he's a free agent. Hold up. Um, no, right now, he, no, he's on a contract. One year, um, 20.5. Okay, so they signed him this offseason. Okay. That's a lot. No, it was, no, that's arbitration. That's a, Yeah, so they, they signed him for another year this season. Now. Yeah. Uh, let's see who else there is. It must have just been quiet. I mean, unless someone trades for Alonzo, um, I'm looking at this article right now, and it says uh, five teams who can save Pete Alonzo from Mets limbo a year early. Um, this is saying the Mariners. Um, I don't even see the other teams. All I see is Mariners. Oh, Mariners. Honestly, I don't know. That's all. That's all it says. Mariners. I I guess they think he's a mariner. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it said five people, but I, I don't know. Or five teams, but I don't know. All I saw was mariners. Um, so I guess there's a chance. I mean, they would have to trade for him at this point. Yeah. But I don't think the mariners just signed. Um, sign no trade possible. Mitch Haniger, who was on the Giants last year, um, he was. A Mariner the year before, so I think that's going to yeah. be really good for them. Um, I think he fit well and way better in Seattle when they had that player playoff push and they beat Toronto. Um, I think yeah. he helped a lot in that series, in that wild card series against Toronto. Um, 
And I just don't think he did a lot with the Giants. I think Seattle, that's that's something that the Orioles do that a lot of teams don't do well. And you can see it with the Mariners in this case. Um, but the Orioles, they take these players, these no-name players, O'Hearn, uh, Fujinami, Cano, these players, uh, Kulam can be in that conversation. And one, um, one player that wasn't drafted by the Orioles that we had to like trade for, I think, Felix Bautista. He was um in the Marlins system, and we got him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. So I mean, there's people they they just uh help and basically change their careers around, which I think is really really cool. Yeah, like definitely. Um, Originally signing by the Mar- okay, so originally signing by the Marlins in 2012, a young Bautista struggled to throw strikes in the Dominican Summer League as a teenager and was released by Miami after just two seasons. The Orioles picked him up a year later. So okay, they picked him up. I mean, but you you're right though. He was on um the Marlins. The Marlins, yeah. Yeah, another player that we got like mid season that was that was good for a few weeks. Um, Aaron Hicks. Aaron Hicks. I mean, Aaron Hicks is good, though. I mean, he was good with the Yankees. Um, thing with the Yankees is it's just a hard environment to play in. Um, and I still think his stats in the show that he was good. I think he still had a decent career, though. Um, beginning of the year with the Yankees. Yeah. Someone else who the Yankees picked up that we had was Francis Cordero. Um, he's nowhere now, but I thought he had a future, and I still do think he has a future if some team picks him up. Um, I really think Cordero can be a piece in not the Orioles' uh, roster, but another team's roster, um, whether it's minor leagues, uh, for spring training, for whatever, but I think he could be a piece that could help a team out. Yeah, no, I think he was – I think he signed with um, the Cincinnati Reds um, this offseason. I didn't know that. Franchi Cordero is actually still on the Yankees. He did not go to the Reds. I also think – I don't even know if I talked about this in recent podcasts. I might have. But um, for y'all that don't know, and I, I feel like everyone knows, so I feel like it's kind of stupid I'm talking about this. But um, what is his name? No, I'm blanking on his name. Uh, Adam Wainwright – is going to be a Fox uh, sports analyst. And this yeah. man knows a lot about baseball. And I think I was actually talking to my dad's friend who is a Cardinals fan and is going to be with Fox. And I think Jeter is going to be with Fox too. So I think an Adam Wainwright, Derek Jeter collaboration there would be really, really, really cool to see. And I think they're going to have some really good conversations. Yeah, right now with Fox, I think it's like a uh, big poppy. DJ, um, A-Rod, and Nerwino. And Martinez. Martinez? Pedro Martinez. Oh, he's there? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. He's been there. Usually, well, as, an, as a fellow Orioles fan, usually I'm watching Mass and not MLB on Fox. So uh, Before we go into the closing, I want to congratulate a few people um, and then kind of update you on what the next podcast is going to be about. So... First off, I want to congratulate Gunnar Henderson for, um, first off, yeah, Rookie of the Year again. But um, he proposed to Catherine Bishop, his girlfriend, and she said yes. So congratulations to him. And also to the O'Hearn family, because I know O'Hearn's little sister got married, I think, last weekend. Congratulations to both of them. Now, next weekend, what I'm also going to do is I'm going to talk more about Corbin Burns, um, 
and just more about that and the pitching and the ownership situation and all the owners that we have now and just dive more into that next week because we don't have time on this episode um but i hope you enjoyed this episode and let's get to the closing well should we reveal the um answer for the trivia do you want to you can go to that if you want uh i mean if there's nothing to talk about um yep with that i guess we can go to the closing um the trivia actually before we go to the trivia i want to thank you for coming on eli um thank you for having me yeah no problem anytime you want to come on again feel free to come on i tell everyone this the reason i made this podcast is to talk about or talk about the orioles and baseball with other fans um either orioles fans whatever any fans around the mlb um and that's basically why i made this podcast um but anyway so the question was in what year did the orioles first win 100 games in the season a 1969 b 1970 c 1966 and d 2004. do you want to say the answer i'll give you um i'll definitely say the answer the answer to the trivia is a, 1969. Yeah, 1969 was the first year the O's won the um, 100 games in a season for the first time. And with all that, I hope you guys enjoyed, and let's wrap it up and go O's!